Welcome to the Classroom Brew Podcast. A teacher podcast is a little bit like comedians in cars getting coffee or drunk history. Do we actually drink when we record episodes? Yeah. Actually. Yeah. This is the lounge episode. Yeah, I am very comfortable. <laughs> Just straight tequila, huh? I, I wanted to be bold. Wanted to act cool. Wanted <laughs> to really... It's like watching Mad Men and then... Just, just drinking old fashions. Yeah, exactly. So like I don't even like this, but I eat them. But I want to try them. There you go. Have you ever had? Do you, you drink them or? Uh, I've never tried one, but I know just based on the ingredients, I would hate it. It is weird how different each one that I've had is. You know, I've had them. Oh, based on the bartender. Based on the bartender, the bar, what you like, how much? I mean, just like everything. Every sure. single one I've had tastes different. It's crazy. Yeah. And I'll it's like it. that's kind of cool, but it's also very pretentious, and you're just like, all right. I just get over it. Can we turn off the light? I know that sounds super diva-ish, but maybe I more have more of a headache than I thought. I'm all about the floor lighting, the table and floor lighting. Yeah. I rarely like an overhead light. Specifically just comfort or you just like the... It's just it's so domineering. It's so like... It's like always high noon in the room when an overhead sure. light is on. And it's like, does it have to be? I'll say when I'm in my classroom, I only have half the lights on. Yeah. It's on the side that my desk isn't on because it's you You get one side of the room or the other or you yeah, get both. Yeah, yeah, So I did a guest lecture at my alma mater uh, this past semester and I was so nervous. I was just so nervous that I didn't realize like I was in the dark the whole time. Like I thought the lights are on, <laughs> but it's like, no, a, a third of them are on two-thirds are off and i'm in like the dark section i'm like right right that's why everybody was falling asleep it's not because i'm boring <laughs> i mean that's part of it but the, what, yeah. what was your guest lecture on out of curiosity um it was about the importance of majoring in the humanities in undergrad and the importance okay. of the humanities in university um in college rather in undergrad and because my undergrad was uh major was philosophy so when i went to college i was the first full uh, philosophy major at my university. Oh, and it was like this sounds yeah. kind of familiar. I think you mentioned. That. I think I've talked about it. Probably. I know someone gave you shit for being a philosophy major when we were in like one of our our classes with Robert. I think. Yeah. No. <laughs> I, I I wasn't. I was way out of my league in so many uh, ways when I uh, did that class when I was when I started in the program. But um, yeah, that was. And now I am just finishing up the MA. Just, okay. yeah, right no longer the MAT. Probably talked about that last time it was on, too. But, I think so. Uh, I think at the time, well, actually, I think we recorded it, and then, like, the day after you said, hey, so I actually left the MAT. Yeah, 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 yeah. God, it, that's It might have been... been right after. Damn, we should have listened to that right beforehand. No, Let's I think I mean. remember a lot of, I remember a lot of that time because it was a very stressful time. So that was, <laughs> that was a year ago? No. Two, that would have been. That was almost two years ago. Was it really? That's fucked. No. I think you're no. I think you're right because that was when I I just oh. started doing video clips. You were the first yeah, video. Yeah, I was clip. the first video one. Yeah, so that was. Don't ask why I know this. That was episode fifty one, and this is about to be hundred and twenty one. Holy crap! That's crazy. That's, Am I the yeah. most recurring? No. You might be tied with Sam. Yeah. Sam at one point, I think Sam's been on four times. You've done three. Okay. Peter's done three. You're close. You're close. Okay. You know what you're doing now.
you're not just like majoring in education or like in undergrad sure you've done something other than yeah you've like oh this is kind of where i want to go of course i went straight through like i graduated with my my bachelor's in 2015 Mm -hmm. and then went right into like the next fall it was starting grad school yeah in 2017 i had that master's so i don't know how grounded i was well i I did work at the hospital though i've grounded a lot so yeah i mean that that's just the insanity of grad school too it's just yeah honestly Um, no, I was kind of the same way. I graduated in the middle of the of the school year, and then the following fall, I went right into a right into the master's program. So yeah, right. Yeah. Now you started you started your own. Uh, it was Westlawn blog, yeah. right? And you had a podcast that spun off from that, which mm-hmm. I'm proud of you. Like hats off to you. This is me Thank clapping. You. What's what's going on with that? Because you mentioned you kind of you paused that for a little bit or stopped doing the podcast element. Yeah, um, there was. Um, a lot of personal stuff that was happening. It was my grandma passed away and that was like really hard on her family. Yeah. Sorry to hear that, man. Oh, thank you. Um, it was just like rearranging, kind of rearranging and all of that. And just kind of like finding my passion with it again. I really enjoyed what I was doing when I started the, the blog part, the, the blog part. part. And then the podcast part was like a dream come true. I wish I, <laughs> I wish I could have done that more, but I mean, then, you still can. There's still time, right? Yeah. 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 Of course. It's just, um, I realized really too late, but thankfully I realized it nonetheless that if you're going to do something, you have to do it. And I mm-hmm. couldn't, and it sounds so basic, but like I couldn't do school. I was trying right. to have a job at the same time because I needed, you know, money and the website and having the podcast. So I wasn't like, that's a lot. Yeah. yeah it kind of crumbled. Um, I worked with some people who were, st- I, I frankly stupid um <laughs> are they gonna I, listen to this and be like ah oh, i don't care i i have still very name names bitter about it i will i don't <laughs> care um they're just yeah um and it became difficult to i i i, I lost what i had hoped to have with it what was your hope so the whole purpose of the thing from the beginning was to be a general interest website Um, I really hated the term blog, but I really wanted it to be like a magazine online. And I wanted it to be, I always told people, what's something that you could talk about that other people would hate you for talking about or something like that, like that you just want to talk about all the time, but you haven't found the appropriate space for it. Or you, you still feel like there's, you know, juice in the rind that you're squeezing, you know? Did you get a lot of people that were willing to do that? Yeah, I I I found a really, like the beginning was a really great core group of people they were really they were really some of them were i i found them to be profound and really uh, engaged and it was really exciting to work with them i found some really great people that i really loved like collaborating with and i was kind of in uh these are people that are working for the blog right or people that you're meeting to interview oh working for the blog i got it work is a very loose term and they did it all voluntarily and it was really (laughs) just out of their own passion and i like i wish i could have paid them but it was uh yeah it was totally out of the kindness of their own hearts. And um, do, they, do they by chance want to start editing a podcast? <laughs> maybe. I, I, I don't know. I don't know how kind they are anymore. Um, no. But uh, it's really hard. It was like my first time ever doing something like that. So to keep that kind of momentum up. Right. It's we like, get to produce every single week. You, or, well, it was the podcast, often. yeah. And then like the writing. I had a writing schedule in mind, but of course that within a half a day it was scrapped because there's no way that was going to be possible don't all authors have some sort of writing schedule that goes out the door yeah, on absolutely, day two absolutely yeah, yeah it, novelists uh, autobiographers it's completely unrealistic <laughs> um I, I i believe in like 
just doing something, just like, I, this isn't going to be good, but I, if I just take just my first there. step, I'll be on a walk already kind right. of thing. But that in and of itself is really hard. Yeah. But I don't know. I don't know if it was like my lack of, like people had kind of picked up on that I was didn't care anymore, that mm. I was like... I just had so much personal stuff that I didn't have the energy to, to stay excited and I knew school was coming up again. So I was kind of like, eh, whatever. Right. But it was really fun and I, I, I don't regret any of it. Yeah. I, like I, I would do it all over again. What was one of your, one of your favorite uh, things? What was one of your favorite pieces that you wrote about? So what I loved to write about was like, I, I could just, I, there was nobody to tell me how much or how little I could write about. So I remember I, I just wrote I don't like a it was almost like two thousand words on how much I hated Bohemian Rhapsody, or how much I like hated like that <laughs> that Motley Crue movie that was on Netflix. Yeah, yeah. Or uh, my buddy and I just wrote about our favorite Grateful Dead shows um, that okay. were like on Spotify because we just we just loved the Grateful Dead. So mm-hmm. we were just like, you know what? I who fucking cares? I just my favorite actually my ultimate favorite thing. So I was really deep into. Uh, I'll get personal. I was really deep into my therapy sessions at the time. And it was okay. like the best therapy sessions that I had ever gone through. And I had like kind of allowed myself to be me again. I know that sounds kind of weird. It was just my grandmother was sick. I had gone through like a, you know, pretty horrible breakup and just so like figuring out my place in the program. Um, I wasn't going to be a teacher anymore. So it was just a lot of like existential yeah, all at once questions right to answer and stuff like that. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I didn't, not even existential. It was just like, reality it was just like (laughs) what the fuck is happening right and then it was like a rediscovery of like you know no one's ever told me that i have to be anything other than who i am it's kind of a weird thing to say but like i just really like myself like i just like learning to be like i'm okay i'm okay so sure one of the coolest things i got to do which i kind of got to incorporate it was it was therapeutic for me was writing about uh my favorite grateful dead songs and like how impactful that band had been since I was like 12 years old in my whole life. And it was a bit, you know, therapy session, note taking kind of like, you know, things you read out loud and, you know, in the therapy session. But also, um, I thought I had written some really good stuff about the okayness of feeling lost, the okayness of feeling adrift and really scared and things like that. And it was like, I had never said that that was okay before. And now it's, you know, it's like, it's okay. Everybody yeah. has that, you know, or something like that. So it was, those were some of my favorite pieces to write for the website where it was like really personal and really don't hold back anything. Right. Um, well, and it doesn't have to be formulaic. Like, whereas right. if, you, if you have yeah. somebody that you interview for a purpose, you try to get to some sort of a thesis every single time, right? Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. And so that was just, it was rough around the edge and it, it rough around the edges and it's just, I tried to get it to be as, as thought out and as good as possible, but it was, it was just like, there's nobody here to tell me what's right and wrong anymore. Mm-hmm. And it was just great. And I, I, whether it needed to be a website or it could have just been something that I held personally in my life, like I, everybody has to do something like that. I think. Is like, it still up? Like, do you still own like the domain for it? Or yeah, right? it's, I'm pretty sure I still own the domain for it. It <laughs> still uh, exists. It's Westlawn, W E S T L A W N blog. One word, B-L-O-G, com. Okay. Was the name of it. And, it's probably um, still up, yeah. Yeah, I think it's still up. 
Um, but one of the best interviews I got to do was with this guy, Joel Cummins, who is the keyboard player for Humphreys McGee. I don't know if you've ever heard of that, Ben. Mm-hmm. Um, is it local or? No, well, they started out kind of Chicago, Indiana area. Okay. Uh, but they're they're massive now. I mean, they're, they're a full-time rock and roll band. And um, he went to my high school. So okay. I got to like same I, grade and everything, or no, just knew no, him at like the time? twenty-five years before me or twenty-seven years before me. Yeah, <laughs> okay. Uh, he so graduated. he quote unquote went to the same high school. We were from the same neighborhood. <laughs> uh, I, his parents were uh, very famous in our town. Like you just because um, we had a lot of kids who loved Humphreys McGee, and they they were like, you, you guys know my son, and they were just so nice, and like you just knew the Cummins family, and they were teachers for a long time in the area. So okay, there it was really cool. Once like I kind of through Twitter kind of started, you know, we followed each other and we just kind of, then we started messaging back and forth about like, Hey, would you like to do this or that? And uh, he was just really nice about everything. And he's a, a, this, the nicest guy in the world. So I got to interview him for my podcast and it was like, dude, I used to like me and my buddy used to drive around listening to your, like one CD that we could afford from your band (laughs) and be like, this guy went to our high school. He went to our high school. Yeah, it's pretty sweet. And now I'm interviewing him. And I, I got to like just just talk with him about his time in high school. It was really cool. It was really cool. So those are my two favorite things that I got to do from. How many episodes did you do on the podcast? Not many. Not okay. not enough because then school started and things right, like that. Right. Well, so you had like stuff. you had your dad on at one point. I had my dad on. Yeah, yeah. That was like that was fun. That's the Freudian episode. The Freudian episode. <laughs> yeah. No, it it was very much like. It's very funny when you you're like your parents are so comfortable around you. Right. And then when you kind of like ask them the same questions you would ask. Like, oh, but you have a microphone in front of you. And, my, yeah. and they're just like, why do you want to know that? <laughs> like, now you, now you show humility or whatever. You know, like, yeah. <laughs> now, you, now you'll finally be quiet about something. Right. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. That's insane. So when, when you started out, like what, what brought you from, all right, blog. And also I want to do a podcast. Like how did you get from A to B and like, how did you start out the podcast? Uh, well, when I was in high school, I did radio. There was a radio okay. station in our in our high school, and That's what uh, I'm trying to do right now at the school I work at. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, it's it was so much fun. Uh, it was crazy to have a fully functioning radio with a radio tower, radio station. I mean, just it was the real deal. Even if it went three miles, um, it's further than my podcast. Can there you go? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no. Um, so I I just did that in high school, and I um. I don't know. I had a big enough ego to think that I listened to every podcast and go, I can do this. And that's how I, it starts, right? You listen to someone and you go, all right, yeah, I could do that. Yeah, that's fine. I can totally do that. So then yeah. I, uh, I got, I signed up for it and uh, I signed up myself to kind of like, all right, let's get this started. Mm-hmm. And I just did it. Yeah. Yeah. I had, what'd, a, you, what'd you use for gear and stuff? People that are listening are like, oh God, Ryan. Cause yeah, yeah, yeah. Gear's interesting. Um, right? you can have the scarlet red, uh, uh, focus, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. Like sad that I know that shit. I don't even own one. And I know that shit. Hey, they're so <laughs> great. I over. I spent way too much money on it. Way I overspent so much on that. It was so stupid. But yeah, uh, we all do. It sounds amazing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's really, <laughs> it's really good equipment. Right. Yeah. And then what'd you use for mics? Uh, SM58s. Okay. So yeah. yeah. Do you get like stands like these ones or like I'm trying to figure out if I inspired you? Is no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, no. I I am not a stands guy. I what Are you I. Old? My whole philosophy with the podcast was, well, what helps first is having people on who have microphone experience. Okay. That really helps. So comics were really good to have on because right. I had a lot of friends who did stand-up. I only, I, again, I only did so many episodes. But the whole philosophy was that I didn't want to have headphones. I didn't want to have stands. 
I wanted you to hold the mic yourself and I wanted you to feel like what you were saying was worthy of being heard by other people. So mm. you had to be cognizant of how much people heard you. You Got had it. to be cognizant of where the microphone was. You had like, I wanted you to have enough of an ego to, to want to be heard. Now, did you tell them this or was this like an unspoken um, understanding with people? I told some people, but like some <laughs> people like when they, you know, when they're in public speaking, they hold, you know, they sound like this. They hold it down here. They hold, yeah. They just think that a microphone in their hand makes them heard right when you know you got to be in a certain place and all this kind of stuff but uh um that's why comics are so good because they're they have practice with that right well they do proximity and all that stuff for the sake of whatever they're trying to yeah yeah um so that was the whole idea was um I, i wanted you to to know that you had something to say right that was worth hearing so work a little bit harder to be heard which I totally, one time I, when I was doing an episode with uh, Joe Dombrowski, who's, he, mm-hmm. he actually left teaching because his stand-up career has just skyrocketed now. Nice. And uh, it got to the point where he said something and I got really excited about like, I don't know if it was like a quip I was going to like drop in or I wanted to add something. And I was kind of like, you know, you lean back a little bit when it's not like your your coverage or whatever. Sure. And I, I like jumped in and I actually like bumped it, like the mic with my face. <laughs> it's like, great. You can actually see it if you look on episode there you four go. as a video. Uh, I really wanted to be heard then to the point There's where a, you, you sacrifice your body. <laughs> sacrifice my body. There you go. Bodied up, got in there. There you go. Um, no, it is it, it is a lot different when you have someone on that uh, is a comic. I've had like three yeah. or four people that have been, uh, they either do stand up now or they have in the past or whatever. And it's a, they know how to hold the space. Yeah. Uh, obviously, it's going to be that much more entertaining as well. Um, but they really do have that idea of, like proximity to the microphone and things like that. Things that like normally I have, to, like I didn't have to tell you, like you knew exactly what to do with the microphone. Yeah. Didn't have to give you cans versus like some people I'm like, all right, about a fist away. Uh, make mm-hmm. sure if you're going to give a, like a, you go above it. Like you don't yeah. do any of that shit. Yeah. Uh, especially like, I mean, you've seen me like when I'm taking a drink, I try to like, right, right. I don't want to be on the mic when I'm like sipping. What's yeah. that thing called when people have like a, they talk about it on an armchair expert all the time. When people are like super sensitive and they hate like those like, sounds i mean i know that's like asmr kind of thing but it's like the opposite of that yeah yeah yeah, exactly which i don't understand asmr i I just don't i just don't fucking get it dave grohl was on whitney cummings podcast and they did a little Mm -hmm. asmr they were kind of mocking it but they were doing it and i was like stop it dave grohl this is so weird stop it (laughs) so um but yeah that's kind of everything that's been happening in my life and now Finishing out the MA program, no longer like pursuing teaching. Um, Did you get the degree, or is it is your graduation in like May or something? No, so I, um, I feels like forever, dude. Like <laughs> we met three years ago. Yeah, yeah. I was in my second year. You were just starting your first year. It feels like forty. I mean, <laughs> it's fucking crazy. But it's yeah. like not that long of a time. Yeah. But so much has happened in between then and now. Um, so I will hopefully be this time next year graduating. Okay. Um, right on. Yeah, I just had a really good opportunity with some employment like on campus and everything like that. That was too good to pass up, and it was a really cool mm-hmm. opportunity. So it's like I'm just learning so much more about what history is as a profession, right? As like a institutional construction. Now, and like, do you have to take comps when it's time? Yeah. To- yeah, oh, I will. Shit. That sounds so great. I've heard everything from like, eh, just who fucking cares to <laughs> I, I'm going to die. Like I've yeah, heard yeah. like everything in, like in between. So um, 
I don't know. It puts more pressure on my head that I hate, but you just get through it. So, yeah. yeah. Are they yeah. still using my reading list? We passed it down, and apparently been, people have been using it for a few years. I think I might have seen it, now okay. that you mentioned that. Um, I asked uh, Robert, can I say that? Are you going to bleep it? Or? Yeah, I think, yeah, I think Robert listens, but yeah, we can use okay. it. First names are cool. Yeah, I asked Robert for um, like past exams and like questions and mm-hmm. um, actual written like responses and full exams and everything like that, and I might have seen yeah. her name. Yeah. yeah. You know, you're still alive and well in the department. Yeah. There you go. Well, you sent me that picture that night that we all went out to like the department like Christmas drinking fest or whatever. Yeah. There's a picture of us somewhere on the ninth floor. I see that every day. They never, <laughs> they haven't changed it in like two years. Oh, good. That's yeah, good I, I walk yeah. by it all the time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I was on campus for Jen Olson. She does like a, a panel for, I forget what, I, I brought mics and I posted the audio, but she does like a panel where like some teacher candidates ask teachers that are currently a profession like a bunch of questions and, and shit like that i like i just stopped by the ninth floor and uh robert was like teaching a class and he just gave me like this like what like this what sideways doing? look and i was like hey how's it go i'll text you later yeah <laughs> i uh i remember when i was in the teaching track that mm-hmm. class of, yeah, yeah. um great class yeah no it was great but the 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 one where current teachers came and like spoke to us oh that was extra credit if you went to it wasn't it Ours, I think, was mandatory. Oh, shit. Okay. But it was the night, I think it was the night the Cubs won the World Series. Oh, like no one went to that shit. Yeah. Oh, I'm, Did she everybody it? else went except me. <laughs> I wouldn't have gone. Robert was, like, Robert was teaching the that that day. Yeah. I think he just was like, you're not coming, are you? I'm like, no. I don't remember when, I'd have to look at my Google calendar to see, because I, I was, that's when I started using it was in grad school. Yeah. I don't know if we had class that day or not. I know you I watched gone. it. You weren't. I think well, you were was, soon teaching that semester. That might have been what it was. Something like that. Yeah. yeah I don't think I. I no, 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 no. That was a semester before you were student teaching. I think, yeah. See, so you have a better memory about my, my life Fall 2016, <laughs> you and I met for the first time when we had that first class. That's Yes. Yeah, so I don't know then if, if he had class or not. I feel um, like he would have said nah. Enjoy no, he it. had class. He really wanted to cancel it. I just, I, re- <laughs> I remember hanging my head in shame, but with a big smile on my face the right, next time right. we met. I know he let us out early once because it was like, uh, I think game six or something like that. Was, yeah. Or game five, whatever. Some game was, and he's like, all right, guys, go enjoy. Turn the radio on. Go. Go, 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 go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, we still got like, they were three-hour classes. We still got like two hours and 45 minutes. Plenty in, of time. It was great. Plenty of time. Yeah, so... Uh, <laughs> Well, I'm gonna I'm gonna do a refill break. Do you want you want a refill? I'm your okay. Straight tequila. I'm good for right now. <laughs> yeah. Now, when you actually came to the the realization that you were like, all right, the teaching track is not going to work out. Mm-hmm. What actually happened? That I remember you texted me that day. Yeah. Like, hey, quick update. Uh, <laughs> no but, longer a teacher. You're but what actually what actually happened? Um, I could not wrap my head around certain things that that were that teaching required. I couldn't wrap my head around. I think one of them was like frequent updates during the class um like the minutia of it i just couldn't grasp uh, mean like checks for understanding checks for understanding i again this is like hieroglyphics <laughs> now because i just thinking back on it what it was um yeah stuff like that i had someone nicely say like you're 10 years too late like if this were 10 uh. years ago you would have been perfect but it's not just all about it's not all about charisma anymore it's so much different than that. Got it. Um, like you said, the, those constant check-ins and the like, having to be very aware of everything that's going on, like at every time. I just, I didn't get it. 
I just didn't mm. get it. I think that was one big part of it for me. Um, and honestly, my heart wasn't in it the way that I thought it was. Um, like when you started out or just from the get-go? Well, grad school has a really good way of sniffing out your shit. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. It really has a very low bullshit point to it. It's like when you cook with olive oil, it'll smoke quickly. It's <laughs> a good analogy. Yeah. It's just... So I, I, I was happy to go to grad school. I, I really like, I wanted to, but I didn't know what I was getting myself into. I didn't know what I had signed up for. So it took a lot of just trial by fires and like being like beaten down so much before I understood where I stood. Learning all that in the process of it, 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 was, it was just completely different um, than what I had kind of expected. Whereas I just kind of thought that I'm just going to go to graduate school and I'll become a teacher and then I'll have a happy life like that. You know, it's just what I kind of want to do. I kind of wanted to go into politics. Um, at the time I did really want to. So I'm like, I'll do this and it'll kind of lead to this, even though I do, I, I really did want to become a high school teacher. I mean, I really did have like a desire to do that, but it was just too, I don't want to say facetious, but too inauthentic. Let's say okay. that it, it wasn't yeah, yeah. really, Again, I didn't know what I had signed up for. No, I get that though. There's probably some people that are listening that are like, yeah, like it, there's so much to it that you don't even realize that you have to, like I get kids that will email me at like mm-hmm. nine o'clock at night on a Tuesday and be like, do we have school tomorrow? Like, yeah, no shit. We got school tomorrow. It's like dude. the middle of October. It's like, what it, makes you think? There's no break or we, could, we can come back from break and be like, all right, well, when's spring break? Like it's January 7th, the first day that we're back. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I get that kind of shit. Or even like coaching too. That's a whole mm-hmm. other beast, beast too, where I get players that we have like a group chat to like contact everybody. And uh, they'll be like, well, can I get a ride? It's like, what? Could you imagine, did you do sports in high school? Uh, For the, my freshman year, yeah. Okay. Could you ever imagine asking your coach for a ride to that practice? That time uh, I could, but it was a very special circumstance okay. where like okay. my I, I played rugby at a town five towns over, and my coach was like, oh, okay. Well, that, yeah, okay. that's, that's understandable. Know, yeah. yeah. Sorry, well, no, I'm talking like the kid that's literally two blocks away saying, <laughs> I need a ride or I'm not coming. And it's like, what? Like, if I didn't go to practice when I was in high school, yeah. you're cut. Sure. They don't need you. Sure. Yeah. No, 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 no. I, I'm waking up to so much more of how intricate and thought out and planned a human life is. Um, <laughs> the human being has to go through a lot more planning than I think other people people realize right um right, right in order to be kind of you know survival and successful and things like that yeah um it's not just kind of thrown together and thrown against the wall well, there are some people that i think throw it together and they somehow get enough favors or enough luck though like I, absolutely I've, yeah. I've met some people that teach in my district and mm-hmm. i'm like how the fuck did you make it this far in life that, truly i i and i'm so grateful and kind of i mean it still hurts a little bit and i was definitely bitter in the moment but i'm so grateful that I had people that said, what the fuck are you doing? Okay. Why Professors? You, yeah. Verbatim? No. Okay. No. Uh, <laughs> uh, in their eyes, that's verbatim what they said. Sure. Um, no. Um, A tough love moment, though. Yeah. Yeah. And But, like, rightfully so. And I, maybe I took it a little bit more personally than I had to at the time. But hmm. also, like, it was them holding me accountable, which I think a lot of those people, because it's just true. People just get fucking lucky. It, it's that that old uh, story of like straight A student in high school but failed in college or something right. like that. You know, it's like I wasn't. I, I personally, I was not like that, but um, I really wasn't. I wasn't that good. But, I mean, how else uh, do I get kids in high school that can't read third grade level shit? Like, yeah, that's 
pushed through, helped out some sort of something. Same idea. Yeah. Yeah. It's the pros and cons of American society is like we give a lot of people opportunities, but we never like check to see if the opportunities actually helped at all, you know, right. in, 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 in reality. And it, it just, it, it felt that people could just tell that the, the, you know, it, it, I wasn't trying to lie to anybody, but they were just like, your heart's not, you're not really supposed to be here. You know, sure. like this isn't where you don't have to be here. A and B, this isn't where you're going to land. You know, yeah. it's kind of the weird thing about graduate school is like, this is the fifth cherry on top. Like you don't need this, right? You know, and for some people you do, for some other people you don't. But like, kind of in my position, it was I was fortunate enough to be like, which way are you gonna go? Which right. way, you know? And uh, the MA is just more helpful to my career goals and like more my more personal things. And it's like I'm actually enjoying it. No good on its own. What's the worst? Like I don't know about you, but like when you go out to like bar trivia. And it's like, oh, I, I suck at trivia. Suck Holy at it. shit! And then, like, you know, they ask a history question. The whole table will be like, "What yep. the fuck? Yep. Why? Why did we even bring you?" I'm like, "I don't know. I didn't promise anything." I had some kid in the hallway, like a uh, freshman, like second week of school, and he's like, "What do you teach?" And I was like, "Social studies." That's like history, right? And I was like, "Yeah, it can be." And he's, I was, very, I was very cagey at the time. Yeah. And uh, he, he goes like, "Well, you know a lot of stuff," and I was like, "Probably." And he's like, "You know everything?" And I'm like, "Pretty close." Have a good day. Like, go there to class. Go. Why are you in the hallway still? Mm -hmm. But I, I truly don't. Like, if I'm answering that honestly, like, no. No. It's the whole idea of the more educated you are, the less you realize that you know. I, I think there is something to be said about chronology. I, I think that there, you know, it's like how I'm especially starting to under understand what my final exams will be, will be about the series of events in which they happened or something like right. that. Okay. You know, A to B, B to C, that for some things that happen that way or whatever, you know, that's my next question. It's like, if I'm not teaching an account of the past in a chronological order, then what am I doing? Right. Um, and that's something that let's, let's say you were teaching and you wanted mm -hmm. to lead to that whole like historical development and what does it mean and connections, yeah. you're going to get a lot of pushback because they just want to focus on skills because the kids don't necessarily have them. Right. Even though being able to do that is a higher order thinking mm -hmm. task. But they don't see it as well. There, there are the Illinois history standards, and that is part of it too. But for the most part, they're looking at Common Core. Can they read? Can they write? Yeah. Can they speak? That's what they care about. So when you try to say something like that, like, well, no, you're getting too content based. But it's well, yeah, it is content based. But that's not the crux of what you're trying to do. Which again, I'm torn on this point because I think college is best served. I, I know I really and I, I. I, I don't I don't hide the fact that I, I hate the idea that business school isn't a university. It makes no fucking sense to me. It's a fucking you trade school. Oh, You're okay. learning a you. fucking trade. You know, management classes don't need to be taught alongside an ethics course. Well, you know, or or rather a sociology course. I feel like you're about to take over for Amazon. There's no <laughs> ethics in business. No. Yeah, well, <laughs> absolutely not. Um, no, but uh, if you're not going to marry the two, if you're not going to like really try to meld you know the importance of the humanities in everyday life and then you can also do business with it or something why i know it's a purely money-making thing I, I i get it like it's pure purely profit driven and all this kind of stuff but like it well, and, no... and the university system as well like yeah yeah, that yeah. Degree, yeah you know i mean i went to a small private school that's bullshit you know it's <laughs> like if you're not going to use the history courses that you're teaching with your business courses why are you like 
Right. Why do we need this? Why do we need these thirty-one credits to get sure. X degree for? This and purpose? I totally believe that history should. You know, it, it is important. I, I, or all the humanities and things like. I do totally believe they're important. But if you're not, if the university as an administrative system is not going to reflect that, what are you doing? You know, what what am I doing? Okay. So then, at that point, it's skill building. It is just right. being a better writer, being a better writer than you were when you were seventeen. And then becoming an even better writer when you're 22, when you graduate or something like that. And then beyond that, that's okay. That's fine. But again, this is like, well, then what is history? The skill? Or we're going to get a little bit deeper into the, you know, right. philosophy of it or something like that. Or yet, you know, it's like, I think myself into a hole sometimes. So I, well, And there's, there's some cohorts, by the way, that I, I, like two years ago, I could focus on that deeper level shit. Mm-hmm. But they were so lazy versus last year. They didn't have nearly as many skills, so I had to focus on solely the skills. Yeah. But they would work for me. And then this year, pretty low on skills, but mm-hmm. I'm trying to incorporate more of those like higher order thinking things in like a different way to make it accessible to them. Cause it's weird though. Like the the focus I've had to take, it's the same like uh curriculum map that I've like created and mm-hmm. skill building, but I've had to change it so much because because of that issue of well, we'll just push them through, push them through, push them through. I've had to adjust it to the point where I find myself justifying it every single year as, all right, so you guys can't write. So here's what we're going to work on for yeah. the next six weeks. And yeah. the next group, all right, so you guys can't make inferences. So here's what we're going to do for the next six, you know what I mean? Sure. And that where it be, that's where it kind of becomes to me like, does it matter what you teach or does it matter how you teach it? Right. Kind of thing. Because one thing I used to love about history and like all this kind of stuff and like when I was, you know, younger was like history had like the coolest ideas. It was just like, it was cool to learn about the Black Panthers. It was cool to learn about Martin Luther King Jr. or something like, or it was cool to learn about like my Mexican American like past and things like that. And like, those things were just cool to me, but that's not everything to a certain point too. You know, you're not just... I'm not just here to like point out bullshit and then be like, all right, here's a test. <laughs> right. How much bullshit is there in the world or something like that? Right, you know? right, right. Like, I, I find myself asking that all the time too. Like I did uh, American expansion focusing on like the people that we basically shit on to get the land we have. Mm-hmm. I do a police brutality unit on like the whole reparations thing with like the South side torture scandal and all that stuff. And I, when I look back on it, like I, it's this whole like uh, social justice theme and even now I'm questioning myself like, well, what's, what's the point? Yeah. Now, granted, it's setting things up for like the civics course, but I'm starting mm-hmm. to think like, am I just being a downer? Like, But then before. that's history as a civics lesson. Uh, yeah, it, I mean, yeah. You know, it's like, and but that's not necessarily bad, but it's like, I don't know. It's well, like so I just weird. did, I did a day on uh, the final solution. So like uh, I opened with a Band of Brothers clip when they, they come across a concentration camp and then I warned them like, Hey, because the best advice that I ever got um, when I was student teaching, not maybe the best, but some of the best advice was a department chair. But I tried to incorporate a little bit of humor when we were talking about it got to the point when like Hitler commits suicide because the allies close in. Mm-hmm. And he said, you don't need to do that. You can let them sit in. Wow, this fucking sucks. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I did that. And I warned him like, guys, today's going to suck. Like yeah. you're going to see some fucked up shit. It's going to be sad and I'm not going to give you an uplifting moment at the end but then like when the week was over and we got all that stuff done like it, it impacted them like I got sure them. Yeah. that felt good but I was like well where's like the like what's the 
where's my thesis for, you know what I mean? There doesn't have to be joy in the world. Yeah. I know that's a really weird thing to say, but it's like, um, you don't have to make cancer good. You know what I mean? Like, um, I've had multiple kids, by the way, this year. They're like, this is the emotional class. Yeah. I can't can't walk out of here without being emotional. Yeah. Put them in their feels. Um, but I think that's so good. I think that that's a whole other like third party level to what the humanities can do. Yeah, um, and the social sciences too, because it, it you you are dealing with like as cool as it is to learn about Martin Luther King Jr. and like learn like how cool his words are. What was he getting at? Right. You know, what is Eli Wiesel writing about? It's not just this beautiful book or like this beautiful account. He's writing about you know they're they're doing something horrible. Or, right. you know, they're, you know, or accounts of something horrible. So, um, I don't know. I, 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 maybe it's my own naivete, but it's like, is, is ethics the, really the hardest part that we have to push on these <laughs> people? Do, do we really have to worry about like, are, are these kids going to start the second Holocaust or something like that? I know that sounds, that might be downplaying what I'm saying a little no, too much, it, but it's like, you know, it's like, do I really have to worry about that? And maybe for some teachers in some places, it it yeah. just hits different. Oh, for sure. Well, your you north know? side, yeah. your north side teachers are worried about like, well, are they going to get into Harvard or like yeah. Loyola? Versus, I'm worried about like, is is John Doe going to hand over his gun that he got on the black market with the serial number crack? This is a real thing that happened, by the way. Yeah, no, yeah. Sure. I had a kid with an ankle monitor because he had an unregistered gun, and also he can't have a licensed firearm. Yeah. To the point where, and this is not a kid, by the way, that I would classify. I don't mean this to be insulting, but this is a kid that is likely on the spectrum, undiagnosed, mm-hmm. uh, has severe uh, deficits academically, and he has a Glock 17 in the yeah. back of his waist waistband. Like, that's not, like, that severely concerns me. Sure. We've had, like, three or four kids, alumni and current students, that have been uh, shot and or killed. Jesus. Yeah. So that that is the point where I'm like, shit, what, what are we going to... But then it's like, who fucking needs the ethics lesson then it's like, <laughs> who needs it more like yes that yes kids need it like of course that's but at the high school level though is that the point where it's like all right now we're just speaking to deaf ears yeah i i don't i don't know i i of course it's not bad but it's like what else can be done what else can happen from here right it, it is it's crazy how you look at different places and you see where their starting point is. I think you're totally right. It's like I I grew up in a wealthy west suburban west uh, suburban high school, west suburban town. Um, all of uh, almost every adult that I knew had an advanced degree, master's right. degree, or something. Um, all almost everybody I know went to college. Um, that's just the given. That's just, just a way of life. There you go. Not Harvard, but it was like you. This is just what you're doing, right? Um, you know, our starting point was half a silver spoon in our mouth. You know, <laughs> other people, it's just, it's just being more aware of that, and maybe making less assumptions and kind of just asking more questions, right? Um, and being more open to what you hear rather than thinking about what you have to hear, what you're supposed to be hearing. And I think what's crazy too is that I had a kid. He graduated last year, and I had him as uh, a, a junior in a sophomore class. And he, he came up to me right after graduation, 
And this is like the one time that a student has said something that got me like choked up by something. Mm-hmm. And so he, he wound up being not a valedictorian, but a very like ranked high in the graduating class student. And he was previously, like he was very involved in gang life. He was still involved, but he said like, I don't know what the offhand comment I said was. Like he was talking mm-hmm. about like, I'm going to go, I'm not coming to school. I'm going to go hang out with so-and-so and so-and-so. And I was like, what, what, what the fuck? What, what if someone, what if something happens to those two and you're there at the wrong place at the wrong time? Sure. And you were supposed to be in class or some shit. It was like some sort of offhand comment like that. And he was like, yeah, and I didn't go to that. And then I, I don't think like anything violent happened, but like those two kids like mm-hmm. later in life wound up being locked up. Yeah. And so it was some like offhand comment where I was like, oh shit, it's this little like minute comment that I made probably like in between passing periods or in between like moments in class that made the slightest difference for like a brief moment for a kid. Yeah. yeah. Which is, I guess uplifting because it's like you don't have to have this huge like thesis that you give to students on a daily basis, but sure, yeah, a lot to shoulder still. It is, and it 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 makes teaching, especially in those like in from neighborhood to neighborhood, just one of the hardest fucking jobs in the world. Yeah, no, there, I did talk last week about taking mental health days and how I suck at taking them. It is um, so weird i have a lot of guilt when i do it yes inevitably i totally agree with that it is so weird what you learn about what you like what you need as you get older (laughs) that like you never gave yourself before it's just like i didn't miss many days of school when i was a student for example i could have used a few days sure yeah 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 do you take mental health days now um yeah i i allow myself I, I learned this about myself that I have a very um a very sulky personality sometimes okay. where I just have to be burying my head in the sand for about a day or day and a half or something like that. Like I have to feel horrible about this thing. Um and then it's just like I just feel better after a while. Okay. Um that's a very only child thing. I am an only child. So it's just <laughs> like you know, when you when you get angry about something, you just where do you go? You just go to your room, and right. then that becomes your coping mechanism. And then you're 26 years old, and you're like, "This is still my coping mechanism," <laughs> you know. Um, so, I really like being alone. Excuse me, I really like being alone. Should we face uh, the mic in the corner? And you... <laughs> yeah, that'd be, oh, that'd be ideal. Um, but I also really like being social. It's like a it's like a right. weird, but not having any shame in saying like i feel like shit today mm-hmm. and having the gall to just be like i don't fucking care about anything i mean we have to have we have to have five emergency sub plans on file yeah. at any given time let's say i use one or two of them i have to reload them so they're there mm-hmm. just in case and so i know that i i, I haven't used them yeah. in 3 years so the same ones that are still sitting there, i update them to like you know account for like a few tweaks to like my schedule, but I haven't used the damn things. Yeah. Cause I have too much guilt about like, well, you know, it's kind of a critical point in the unit and you know, you, you know, I didn't really set up my not room. to. Right. Yeah. I come up with like 18 reasons not to. Mm-hmm. Um, although my first year, I remember I woke up one day and we had the windows open and I smelled the fresh air coming in and I was like, I'm not going in today. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Then that, that, um, that's a whole other thing absolutely well but i hadn't taken one since this is now the third year in cps and i hadn't taken one since like may of the previous school year but Mm. some kids i talked about this on the last episode too 
some kids like came in late to my eighth period class that they're always fucking late. And they handed me a tardy pass and they kind of like, like winced at, at me. And yeah. I was like, ah, I should probably take a day. Yeah. And I did. Um, but I don't know. I, I just started like worrying about things. Like you have to go into complete lockdown mode. Otherwise your room's going to be destroyed. Yeah. Because even if you have the greatest classes in the world and granted that my, my kids have gotten better over the years. Um, but you have to worry about like, all right, well, I guess I got to show up two hours early to work so I can just clear up the tornado disaster. Yeah. Like we have the makeup days. I think this will come out right as those makeup days are, or no, actually right after the week after uh, I'm sending my kids to the few kids that show up to the computer lab. Cause I don't want to worry about it. Like, yeah. I want to enjoy that first day back of just, let's get back in the groove. Let's yeah, do this yeah. thing. I don't want to worry about what's happening to my room when I'm not there. There, There is something to be said about the, fuck it, let's just dive in, but then also the thoughtful, I have to be very aware of like how I'm feeling right now kind right. of thing. Um, because then if I sulk too much, you know, I'm too in that hole. And you're actually going to be truly miserable. For but at, at the same time. time, like kind of along with what you're saying, you know, it's like, you know, you you're, you're, you have to turn off the engine every once in a while Yeah, if you're going to keep the car alive, you know, um, so I don't think you have to feel as bad <laughs> as you think about it, you know? You basically have to be a prude to be a teacher. Like, on the surface, you have to be... Like, I can't... I'm not sure if I should tell my students that I have a drink every so often. I have a podcast surrounding drinking. Like, you have to have this persona of being yeah. this perfect individual up here. Even though it's not true. <laughs> no, you're fucking human. And that's right. why you need to have mental health days to keep <laughs> yourself human. Which you know? I, I totally remember when, when you would see, this is very age old, I'm sure. You Diana. see the teacher outside of the class? Right. And it's like, oh, I thought they just, you know, stayed there. See, I never had that because both of my parents were teachers. That's true. That's and true. I was just like, well, you know, duh, you're going to be at Jewel, you know, buying groceries. <laughs> like, because my mom's a teacher and she's here too. It's like, but it was, a, I remember the few times I ran into teachers. I remember every single one of them. I ran into my, it was going to be my third grade teacher at a target ran into my second grade teacher when I had my second grade teacher at a Coles. Mm. Like those are who gives a shit about those interact. Yeah. But I remember them because it's like, Oh shit, that's a teacher out in society. Yeah. Even I, 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 okay. Maybe I'm being too, too flippant about it, but like, well, but you I, also have a different perspective like that. But I also sense. remember like running into my teachers in like the parking lot to their cars. It's like <laughs> you drive like who let you, Right, right, you're mean. Do you know how mean you are? You shouldn't be allowed to drive. Um, <laughs> I joke about that because one time I saw my students crossing and I was in my car. Oh yeah. So I joke and they just I out the window. I was like, I could end it right now, kids. Rev the engine. Well, that's that's <laughs> why you shouldn't use your last name. <laughs> yeah, yeah, there you go. There you um, go. there's someone that's gonna not realize that I'm joking. By the way, yeah. On the yeah. last episode too, I joked about um, cross checking a kid in a student versus staff hockey game. Someone's gonna try to report me because they don't realize I'm joking. Of course, someone somewhere. Um. You work in uh, the public sphere. There you go. Uh, yeah, that is that is just we're held to a higher standard than public officials. Yeah, and <laughs> it's the stupidest fucking thing in the world. Um, it, it it is it's just ironic to like. Do you think there's a part of your job that is just a moral barometer, a moral? Oh, like of the current generation. Morality. Like not not of the current, but it's like you like you just said, you having to be a perfect person 
Oh, I see what you're saying. You like, know, it's like I that, set the standard for those kids. You set the standard for the morality, and you're a coach too, which is a whole other thing. Where it's like right. the 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 word character gets thrown around so much in sports, which yeah. doesn't make any sense to me. Because <laughs> Michael Jordan's a monster, but he's the greatest athlete that might have ever lived. Right. Right. You know, it's like you. Is it better to just say, you know what? All of these things happen to live side by side, right? In their own way. One of the best things uh, my old mentor uh, and my undergrad ever said to me was like, just because you have advanced degrees doesn't mean you're a good person. <laughs> it's just like so plainly put, but it made right. it was like nobody ever said that before. Right. You know, it's like I mean, there are pieces of shit who are very successful. Oh, or something I, like I that, take know? an even more radical stance. Just because mm-hmm. someone has an advanced degree does not mean that they are intelligent. That too, <laughs> I truly believe that. Yeah, because I I have like I've never been told I'm dumb, but I've had to relearn how to do so much that I was told I was wrong about for so long. Oh, sure, sure, sure. So it's yeah. like like learning what history is, learning what this profession is, learning what all of just, it's just you're learning the rules. Right. And I'm not good at learning rules, but if someone is just perfect at the rules, then they're going to be, you know, right. they'll be great. It takes zero intellectual ability to, you know, do your margins this way and yeah. do a formulaic essay like this. Like, I, I don't, I'm not, questioning someone's work ethic although some people i do uh, yeah, but yeah. because if someone tries to make some sort of statement like well i have a a, a phd or a, an ed d i go who fucking cares like Pro- do something shit. with it right like who fucking yeah well and if you have to cite something that you've earned as your justification for who you are that's and a red for why you deserve itself. to be here right like, exactly right my my only sympathy goes out to the point of like if you have to reach that far Right to feel some semblance of control in your everyday life. See, that's very that you have to idea. scrape the bottom of the barrel <laughs> right. to say, "I have a degree." Yeah, your life sucks. <laughs> if that's right. what you're you doing, you've gotten for. to a very desperate point, or you yeah. are a person in a very dire situation. Right, moment. right. You're at yeah. You're either which like, I empathize. Sometimes I'm sure that you do need to do that in a situation if you deem it best. But for the most part, but like I, I mean, like I. You did go to school. You don't want to have to like break up a fight. I'm sure that's not <laughs> your like favorite thing in the world. You know, it's like sometimes it does add some, you know, a little flavor to my week, but it adds some <laughs> color to it, I'm sure. But like, yeah, yeah, it's like I kind of get that, but still, for the most part, for, shut the fuck up. Right. Well, especially like, yeah. in the context of the way colleagues. That of course. If it's colleague to colleague, we've all got shut up. two to three degrees. Right. Stop. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I would, I it would drive me up. A I can't wall. hang with that. No, that drives me insane. Um, the only just, time just it matters, watch the one person that I have, and I haven't said any names. I've made no like they're gonna somehow find this and figure it out. And you know what? Who gives Fucking a shit? Do it. Who gives a <laughs> shit? It, it 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 like someone's listening to this and like, what happened this episode? <laughs> this really went off the fucking rails. We have. I'm drinking tequila straight out of a I mean, that's glass, impressive. Yeah. So, yeah, I don't know it. it I don't know what the hell the point was about this, but it's just like, <laughs> it, it is like knowing your ability and know, having having confidence in the place that you're at. Having like... Because well, the, the flip side too is like, uh, my principal, for example, has the title of doctor. Mm-hmm. I didn't know that for the first two years that I knew her. It's a character move. Exactly right. That's character. Like you did it for the sake of acquiring this skill, this knowledge, this insight, this expertise. 
and you're not going to use it to reference like that. Yeah. Again. So like let me ask you, let me kind of change up the thing a little bit. Let me ask something. Do you start something with the vision of finishing it or do you start something for the sake of doing it? Oh, that's a great question. Oh, there's no right or wrong answer. I, I, yeah, I, I, I do one more than the other and it's hurt me in both ways. I think for and the most me. part, for the most part, I try to finish something. But I, I also I recognize that that's not always going to be the most beneficial for but whatever the task you, is. Do you, I mean, it could be, you know, do, do you start cleaning the bathroom to just get it done? Or do you 100%. start cleaning the bathroom to like, you know, this is <laughs> not a great example because who wants, you know. Right. Like, but know. it points out that there are different circumstances for different things. Sure. The problem is I think I generalize. Like the fact that you asked me, I could have very easily taken the cop-out answer that I always hear at professional development and say, well, it depends on the circumstance. Yeah. No shit. Yeah. But for me, there's I always need some sort of a goal. There's a reason, by the way, I don't clean the bathroom because the end goal is not that beneficial. It sucks. Yeah, it's <laughs> fucking awful. But yeah, for the most part, I, I have to have some sort of a purpose, which is why when, when I teach, I always set a purpose. By the end of today, you're going to do blank. Yeah. Yeah, see, I was cares? bad. I was bad at that. I was really <laughs> bad at uh, having a purpose. Like okay. a, a one of the one of the good things about this whole pro- process of pretty much failing out of the teaching program is that I've had to define so much more than I would have before. So, if you were answering your own question before, do you do it for the sake of the process, or do you do it for the sake of the end result? Paraphrasing, of course. It sounds. It sounds pretentious to say, but it's it's. I think it's a lot more for the process. Okay. Um, so you have more patience than I do. I think that's what it might be. <laughs> I have more confusion. It's not patience. <laughs> I'm so much more fucking confused than I have to let on. Like, okay. um, one of the tough parts about going to graduate school was like learning about theories that everybody had always talked about, but I never learned. Like, I never learned. Like. It sounds, you know. Just Google it as they're talking about it. Oh, that fucking saved me plenty of time. Fish tickets and then you have a new tab for whatever. Yeah, (laughs) yeah. Absolutely. Um, I've had to do that a lot less, by the way. Fish tickets? Uh, Yeah, Googling fish tickets uh, during class or fish Twitter. Um, Shout out to fish Twitter. Uh, Yeah, they listen for sure. Absolutely. Um, No, but... uh, it's really hard to say. How do I put this? Like, it, it go again. It can all go back to childhood, but just having this whole thing of like, my 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 dad was really adamant about like always question everything, and that's okay. That's yeah, a nice. Advice. That's a good thing to put on a mug. Unless you question him saying question everything, uh, then, then you just get into gonna... an existential <laughs> dread hole. You know, like. Right. Um, and then you start a podcast after being on your buddy's podcast. Right. And you're just like chain smoking <laughs> cigarettes at that point. Right. Um, but it is that, that thing of like, you just, you just have to play by their rules for a little bit. It's like the whole point of the rules is to keep you somewhat organized and right. give you some direction. There's a reason why basketball or any sport, you know, is like, there are boundaries, there are rules, there are right. things. Because if we just let you run the expanse of the whole world, right. nothing would ever happen. Right. Just play along until you get the thing. Then yeah. Do what of you course you do. can ask, you know, like, what if, well, what if we did this a little bit more? What if we did that a little bit more? It's like, but what can you do within the confines of what has been given to you? Right. Which I think is really exciting. I really enjoy, as much as like I can be kind of disparate and kind of all over the place, there is something really fun to be said about like, this is all you have. 
figure it out. Sure. That's so left to your devices. You exhilarating. You know, right. that, that is really cool. But um, to answer the question, do I start something? Uh, I think that answers the question on its own. <laughs> I have no fucking endpoint. Um, just give a resign. No. Like, I've, I've had to learn how to how to enjoy and appreciate the endpoint and just say, fuck it, get to the endpoint. Sure. Um, For self-preservation sometimes, to be honest with you. No, yeah. And like you said, grad school is fast. Grad school is fast. I have a hundred more questions than what is asked during a class or what I, you know, the time allotted to do something, but I have to move on at a certain point, which is good and bad. It's good and bad because it's like, well, if I have questions that I'll never answer, thank God it'll be over soon. Or (laughs) this was so exciting. We have to end it. Like, yeah, yeah. I'm with you. Weird how it goes, but yeah. To kind of round us out, if you could give like a, a message from like the, so like someone that's made it to the end, as someone that also podcasts, what's what's your what's your takeaway? Or what's let's say we start we play this at the beginning of the episode. What what do they have in store for them for this one? For this podcast, <laughs> um, it's okay <laughs> to um, have things fall apart. There you go. I like it. It's okay to be held accountable, and for you to be called on your bullshit. When you're in the dark, that's when the light is the clearest and it'll, it shit will really happen more. Now for all the hate mail and email I'm going to get. Yeah. Yeah. Where do they send Where do I forward that? Uh, <laughs> where can people reach you? Like, let's say you restart at Westlawn podcast or the Westlawn, uh, Westlawn blog, blog. But, com. Yeah. Uh, but where, where can they reach you on that? For me, it's just a uh, Tapia 288 on Instagram and uh, Twitter. T-A-P-I-A. Right on. 288. Yeah. You going to use any of this audio for your podcast? Bring it back? Oh, God. I don't know. Maybe. Depends on how good you edit it. How well you edit it. Yeah. <laughs> it's going to be raw, it's man. It's all Who gives you. it? Who gives a shit? It's December 30th, 2019. Someone gave me shit for getting the episode number wrong. Like I just said, all right, it was episode X. And they were I, like, you know it was X plus one. It's like, you know fuck? You have a real fan base then. Do you I, have a, I guess if there are a listenership, yeah. yeah, yeah, something like that. We'll see how they dwindle as the years go on. <laughs> we'll see exactly. Well, Matt, uh, I'm glad we I'm glad we did this. It's been too long. We won't go this long next time. I hope uh, it's yeah. No, I, I always happens. a pleasure. Always a pleasure. And it is Absolutely. weird no longer being the teaching track on a teaching <laughs> podcast. I could make the argument. What the fuck am I doing here? We are. We are the Devin Siebold has a podcast too. This is the, as he would put it, the anti-teaching podcast because we talk about the. Bullshit. I'm amazed how you're still a teacher after doing this podcast <laughs> for so long. Well, that's why I vent it all out, and then by the time I show up, I'm like, "Hey, I got it all off my chest, kid." That's you your mental know. health day. That's what. That's, you, that's my mental. There yeah. you go. Those mental health drinks. There you go. That's what I would call it. Mental. That's the episode title now. Mental health drinks. So someone, some people always listen. They're like, where does the episode title come from? They got to wait until minute 60 plus to get this episode title. But yeah. Well, everybody that's been listening, uh, appreciate you guys and your support. Uh, getting that much closer to three years of Classroom Brew. So thanks so much for listening. Appreciate you. Uh, you can get exclusive content like full-length video episodes on patreon.com slash classroombrew. Uh, you can reach me at classroombrew on social media or classroombrew at gmail.com. If you don't like to write, maybe you want us to reach you where you're at, uh, you can always send me a video message or an audio message uh, on the email classroombrew at gmail.com one more time. Matt, appreciate you being on. And until next week, guys, class dismissed. Class dismissed.